Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help for You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you found the information on last week's show, how to make fast cash with easy yes offers informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on our YouTube and Facebook pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. If you'd like to receive notifications on when our podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. And if there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abandp.com. The next few week shows are a little different as I recorded them all in one day. With the quick time span between each one, they will be a little shorter than usual. And because of the limited time, I recorded the content without their bio. So let me give a little info on my guests before getting into the recording. From a homeless 16-year-old to a business optimization expert, Andy Monet has advised Fortune 500 corporations, small businesses, and foreign and domestic governments. With over three decades of experience, she passionately helps businesses create explosive profits without adding costs. More importantly, she transforms people from small business owner to a corporate executive in their business, which creates confidence, healthier relationships, and more joy in life. Now to the recording of today's episode, how to have explosive profits without adding costs. Well, I'm so glad to have you on my show today, Andy. Yes, I'm excited to be here and to be able to provide some value to your audience. Thanks. Well, I would love for you to give me just a little bit more background than what I shared in your bio and tell us like how you even got into helping entrepreneurs. You know, that's such a long story, but of course the, the short version of it is I was homeless at 16 and I needed to figure out what I needed to do now for the rest of my life. It's like the entire world came down on me in, in moments. And I decided the solution to my situation was to start a business, mm. <laughs> which, you know, 35 years later, it's kind of an, seems an, like an odd twist of fate there, but um, it was hard, lots of challenges. And 
And so there was a lot of things I ended up being really good at. But the reason, my reason now is that I, besides just experience, I really feel like, you know, I want to be the person that I never had in that moment. I, you know, the fear, the confusion, the frustration, the I don't know what to do, the all of those questions that I think all startups pretty much go through, they need resources. And that's one piece of this bigger journey that that I think is really important for business owners to know that you're not alone. Yeah, it's so true. I love hearing, you know, that you took a challenge though and you turned it into something positive. You know, it's always difficult to go through those things, but when you can see that, you know, something came of it and now you're making an impact and you can help others, I think that's amazing. <laughs> no, I love it. It's great because I it, because being a business owner too, it can be really lonely. Like it's mm -hmm. pretty much you against the world. You don't a lot of people don't have support groups at home. Right. Their spouses don't want them to be in business. There is or they're a single parent like I was, not at 16, but later. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, where do we go? What do we do? And so right. yes, I do really strategic. I create explosive profits without adding costs to the day. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do. But what I bring, what I complement that is with that is that everybody's a person. And how do I help empower you to reach your goals and your vision and the financial security? Like that's the bigger picture for me. Right. So let's start talking about that because that's one of the reasons people are listening. They want to get information on how to make their business successful. So how can you help somebody like explode the revenues that they have without having those incremental, you know, costs be so much greater than what they really need to be? Absolutely. And you know, <clears throat> it's really I find that when people think of increasing profits, they think of course of increasing revenue. Mm -hmm. And when people think of increasing revenue, they instantly go to increasing marketing costs. Mm -hmm. And that is true, but that's like one small piece of a much bigger toolbox, as I call it. Right. So for example, and I'm really oversimplifying this, is you can streamline your operations. You can automate more processes. You can optimize, which includes optimizing your IT infrastructure. You can do business development that does not require any cost. You can, you can do collaborative, um, you know, adventures with, with complementary, but not necessarily not necessarily competitors, but they can also be competitors if you guys have a right. different set of client base. And that again doesn't usually cost any money. And and I say this somewhat tongue in cheek, but it's really true: is your biggest resource is your voice. Your voice gets on podcasts. Your voice gets in the media. Your voice writes articles. Your voice is what communicates your value to people, which is one it just incredibly powerful thing and another another thing that i like that i talk to people about is is if and this is not about target market but you have to know what your value is my value right. is not hey i have 35 years of experience i have five degrees i speak four languages whatever like that's not what people want to hear they want to hear that first that i'm listening to them and two, how can I create value in their life, saving them money, increasing their revenue, making their life easier, making it less stress, getting more sleep, spending more time with your family, right? How do I do that for them? And right. I think that piece is way more important than all of the other check boxes that I can check off, right? right. Mm -hmm. Well, I think one thing that 
people need to understand too is just because you increase your revenue does not mean you increase your profits you know and i actually had someone come to me once who hired me to kind of oversee like their bookkeeping they had two full-time bookkeepers on staff and he said well we we're, our business keeps growing you know last year we did you know six million dollars this year we're looking at ten million dollars and but we don't understand why there's no money in the bank and actually yes. when i did an analysis for them at some point i found out that their most profitable year had been when they had three million dollars of revenue because they were growing but their costs were growing even greater than yes. their revenue absolutely and and a lot of times, and this is actually one of the things I, I tell people too, is the how fast your revenue grows mm -hmm. can also affect equally the decrease in profits. And part of that process is, or part of the reason is because as you're trying to fulfill the orders or you know complete the projects or whatever industry that you're in, you're sort of backtracking in how to do that. And so sometimes that means hiring contractors, which is 50 to 100% more than your employees. Sometimes it's expedited shipping costs. Sometimes there's a lot of things that go into that, right? And then in that same process, while you're simultaneously building a more permanent infrastructure to support the revenue, revenues can often go down in part because customer service decreases, because people are burnt out, they're working too many hours, They don't you know they don't complete the projects in time when then you know versus what they said they were going to do but what's really i think heartbreaking is that when some people get to that point where they ended up they end up now going backwards and losing revenue mm -hmm. then they feel like they shouldn't grow mm -hmm. and like they've already put their mindset in well that was a bad idea so let me not do it again and this is the place that i should just be at because it's it's good for me and i think that that's really tragic because it's not really true it's just that you just don't right. have the enforcers in information and resources yet to be able to do that which have to include the operational changes right so if someone is saying okay i know i need to you know grow my business or i need to you know do something different to decrease my cost or whatever that might be because i want to be more profitable like what would be the first step that you would coach them to do one of the things that I really like to do is what I call 1010 mapping, which I created, but that's just the words that I like to use. And really it's just a, it's a, it's a, um, a brainstorming exercise with templates and there's a quantitative piece and a qualitative piece, but it really makes you first think about if you were to grow and whether you do or not, you don't have to do it on all of the areas, but what areas do you want to be in and why? So for example, I had a, an athletic apparel company and it was all her own and she was only e-commerce and facebook ads and i said okay it and she wanted to grow so we know that that was the case and i said okay well one of the many things we can do and it's just for the sake of time is do you want to be in brick and mortar do you want to build relationships at walmart do you want to be in boutique gyms do you want to be in in franchise gyms do you not want to be in in brick and mortar at all like all of these other ways that you can which i would call sales channels that you can put your products in right and so that just opened up this whole nother world of possibilities and you can't do 100 of them all at the same time usually right. but at least the quantitative part is is okay which one makes the most sense for the next three 
right? Mm. For the next year, we're going to focus on these three. And it doesn't have to be just products, of course, too. It could be services as well, but it's just one easy example of, okay, it doesn't cost any money to brainstorm and it doesn't cost any money to reach out to somebody, right? Mm. And see what they say. So exactly. Well, and I think, you know, when we're looking at increasing your revenue too, I mean, there's different ways you can do it, right? So you could have a new product or service, you could find new customers, you could sell a new product to a current customer or just have a new product altogether, absolutely. you know, like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I do that too. Like, for example, with, with a beauty manufacturing, manufacturing company, you know, you, I would recommend it to her and not the only one, of course, is have different sizes. So do you mm -hmm. have a travel size for women who want to take their moisturizer on the airplane? Do you right. want, do you have a bulk size so that, you know, maybe they just don't want to you know, either cash flow or they just want to make sure they have it at home, but also bundling. So if you have one customer that only buys this one product and <clears throat> and they've never tried anything else, let's say, well, if you have a cleanser, just give them a trial toner with it for free mm -hmm. so that they mm -hmm. can try it out. So there are just really almost an unlimited of ways to to build revenue with different sizes, different bundles, um, even breaking down. And this goes with service businesses too but if you have a product making smaller pieces of that product and then bigger pieces of that product because you don't know what people's budgets are or people's needs are right. and as I, I get really excited there's there's an education piece in what you do right so mm -hmm. maybe this is what you they think they need but if you show them these other options they're like oh I hadn't thought about that so right. the education as well as the monetary factor goes you know they go hand in hand so if someone is thinking of, you know, scaling their business, whether it's creating a new product or, you know, selling more or, you know, any of these different things, but they know that they need to find new customers, like how would you suggest that they get the word out about their business to reach someone that they haven't yet, you know, been able to get in front of? I have the opinion that, that your messaging is really important. I mean, I'm a strat. I am like a business, like in your business um, consultant, right? But, mm -hmm. and I'm not a marketing expert, but I know enough to be dangerous. And so, you know, if you're not using the right language that really tell people not only what you do necessarily, but really how you help them, the value that you're providing, and it's inconsistent with what you're trying to the the target that you're trying to reach you're like you're just not going to get the it's not as effective right and so there's this piece of of marketing and and business development where you really i think in my personal opinion is you really have to dig deep and know this is where i want to be not just hey i'm going to throw spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks right. and and any revenue is better than no revenue and we've all been there and i'm not saying it's wrong i'm just saying in a from a growth standpoint it's not sustainable right. so really just have focus on who you want to like to service and so like i can serve service startups i can service you know first five years of business i can serve multi you know fortune 500 companies but where where's my passion like what area of the market do i really like sings to me i think is really crucial in that growth phase well and i think a lot of times people will feel like oh if you're growing you're successful and it's just so much better but i would love for you to touch on the fact that sometimes you know growth actually can hinder your business i've seen you know people really hit financial struggles because they grew too fast absolutely so why don't you touch on that yeah, I mean, part of it, again, what we talked about earlier is as the faster your revenue grows, the, the 
faster your revenue grows, sometimes the faster your profits go away. Mm-hmm. But there's a but there's another level where I feel, and I've experienced this with cust with you know clients, is that they think that uh, if I want my revenue to double, then I need to work twice as long, mm-hmm. and that's not true. But what happens is it it really is true in their mind because they didn't know that there was anything else. And so, again, if you don't have the resources or the information or the skills or the tools, you are working twice as much. You do get burnt out. You do put stress on your relationship. You are less patient with your children. You are snappy with people. Like it affects your life and really like in the mental health department, it really does affect your life. And then you could lose your business, worst case scenario, right? And so growing your business, I think, again, in the digging deep way is, is this really what you want? And is this really going to fit your lifestyle? And, right. and, and if, and if it is great, and if it's not, I think you really need to be honest with yourself. Because if you were, if you're, you know, a single mom of five kids, and you're homeschooling, the likelihood mm-hmm. of doubling your revenue is not probably right. going to be sustainable or happy for anybody in the household, right? right. So um, growth is good when it's managed well. <laughs> and when you're honest with yourself about whether or not it's a good idea to do. I think. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think what they really need to do is look at everything it's going to take for them to be able to meet that demand too. So, you know, if it's going to go up 20% and you're selling a product, do you have the capacity to add 20% more to your production, you know, or do you have the capability to buy the inventory, you know, absolutely Mm -hmm. cash and operations. Absolutely. Big, 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 um, super important and that's the that's the thing where if it's managed you know okay well for example i'm at whatever i'm at a million dollars now and Mm -hmm. i project i'm going to be you know two million by the end of the year but you have to know that once you get to a certain threshold whatever that forecast looks like we'll say you know at at one and a half million you have to hire three more people or you have to double your supply. So knowing that ahead of time and, and, you know, numbers are always afraid or people are always afraid of numbers because most people think that they're not good at math and they're not good at numbers and then they get afraid and then they don't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you have somebody to help you with that, you can really plan your growth and be prepared. So right. yes, I'm going to hire three people or yes, I'm going to have to order twice as much, but I know three months ahead of time or four months right. ahead of time or whatever the case is. And I think that really, is part of that whole managed growth process. And without that, it's it's going to be really, really hard. And it, worst case scenario, you just end up just backtracking all of that hard work and all of that money that you that you just lost. I think one of the mistakes that people make too is when they're looking at you know, what their costs are going to be or, you know, what I should charge for my service. A lot of times they're looking at, especially if it's a product, they just say, oh, I buy inventory, you know, raw materials, whatever, at this price, I'm going to charge, you know, two times as much or three times as much or whatever that is, but they don't take into consideration the other operational costs that it takes, whether it's rent and insurance and, you know, all of that. So can you help someone understand how they can take all of that information to come up with what they really should be selling a product for. So this is the the simplest, I think, first step. If you, if, if you don't like math and you don't like forecasts and you don't like having to figure it all out, my best favorite example 
And this is assuming that you're going to be making something similar to last year is that you take your last year's total, not the cost of goods sold, but the total expenses like your operation, operational GNA costs, you know, that does not that you're going to have these costs, whether you have customers or not, that's what those right. really are, right. And you take that number, and you divide it by however many productive hours there are in the in the year. So if it's just you and you're just a solopreneur, not just, but you're only you, right? right. And you're working, let's say, which never happens, only 40 hours a week, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you take two weeks out for vacations and holidays and children or whatever, right? So now you're down to 50 hours a year. I mean, 50 weeks a year times 40 hours. So then you, after you do that math, and then you're, you take your total expenses and you divide it by that. And that's how much extra you're going to have to somehow make up, you know, in, in your pricing, because at least as a comparison for last year, it's going to be more accurate, close to being accurate than you going, oh, plus 10% or plus 50% right. or plus 30% or whatever it is, or, hey, I heard 25% is good. I'll just do that, which you could also, um, rate yourself out of clients if you do it that way right. so not always but it's a possibility right so really mm -hmm. taking your actual cost and how do you build that extra cost into your into your rate i think is one right. really good easy tool to do well i think another thing when we're talking about you know how many productive hours we really have to look at someone might be working 40 hours a week but they're not 40 hours a week productive right so Absolutely. what is it that really is the amount of time that's going into yes. creating that product. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's so hard for business owners because they don't either, they don't feel like they need to document their time or they will mm -hmm. want to doc document their time or they feel like, you know, it's going to take, you know, like even me, I can show you, I have like rounding to the 15 minutes. I know exactly what I'm doing and not because mm -hmm not really because I want to know what I'm doing, honestly, but it's more because I need to know that I'm like, for me personally, I try not to do, even though I'm working on a client or something, I try not to do more than 10% non-billable client work. Mm -hmm. And when I get more than that, then, or close to that, then I don't do as many complimentary strategy sessions, for example, right? Mm -hmm. Or, um, you know, I, uh, the other way it helps me personally is I said, well, I always do an estimate as well. So I'll say, well, I estimate this activity to take two hours and then it takes four. So the next time right. I do it, I know what a more realistic mm -hmm. proposal or estimate or quote, or even not related to money, although that's one piece of it, but also just my time. You only have so many hours in the day. And if I say, okay, well, I'm going to accomplish these six things. And I say, each of them are going to take uh you know two hours that's 12 hours with no right. distractions mm -hmm. no email time no lunch breaks no you know all of the other things that are going no to phone calls or... so i already know at the beginning of my day i am going to be just messed up at the end of the day so right. being able to really again be honest and and have metrics i mean they not it may not even be right but at least you're starting with something right yeah that's so good well, I know we are coming short on time for the podcast today. So I would love for you to share an offer that you have for the listeners and how they can connect with you. Absolutely. I have a profit explosive profits planner and it's a, just, it's a workbook to sort of, it does a little bit of mindset, some 
um, questions, some action steps, because of course nothing matters if you're not taking action, in my right. opinion. So all of these things, and, and they're in nine different areas of, of, of your, your mindset and your business, knowing where you are now, knowing where you want to go, and really just setting a really solid plan and platform for your next stage of growth, because without answering these questions, it's going to be really hard to focus on what you would that you want to focus on. So I love giving that out. And the um, the address for that is just explosiveprofitsplanner.com. And then I'm all over social media. But the best way to get a hold of me is with my email address, um, which is Andy at ssd-intl.com but if you look at andy monet in any social media i'm the only andy monet so i don't think anybody's going to miss me unless they i should say and i always say this to my son it's spelled andi monet <laughs> that's right. how you spell my name <laughs> so i was actually going to say that too for those who are listening instead of being able to watch the video too and of course yes. we will have links in the show notes but do you want to spell that for them yes absolutely andy is a-n-d-i-e and monet is m-o-n-e-t so perfect monet but you know i don't pronounce it that way <laughs> exactly well this has been great i'm so glad that you're able to join me on the show and share your expertise with our listeners absolutely i was happy to be here thank you welcome i hope you found this topic interesting and that it answered some questions about how to have explosive profits without adding costs if you have additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Andy at any of the links that she shared, or you can send us a message at media at abandp.com. And would you please share our show information with those you know? I'd greatly appreciate your support. I hope you can join us for next week's topic, Accelerate Productivity, Impact, and Income with One Small Change. And please remember you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and my website is abandp.com. You can find the podcast posted on multiple favorite podcast platforms, including Google, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Until next time, have a great week.